is Friday Game Changers, taking your business to the next level. Number one means you're always on top. You're, 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 you're on the number one. Hi, this is Ray Zen. Hi, I'm Jamie Martin from Ideal Shopping Direct. I'm Kate Bell, founder of Zip Us In. Hi, my name is Eirik Aide Patterson. I'm a co-founder of Seaborg Technologies. Hi, I'm Katie Farrell, transformation coach, founder of The Catalyst for Life. Hey everybody, I'm David Frangioni, CEO and co-founder of All Access IDA, Inspire Develop Artists, and you're listening to Kizzy's Friday Game Changer. Check it out. Welcome to Kizzy's Friday Game Changers with your host, Kizzy Nkwacha. The show for innovators and motivators, people just like you. Kizzy is the publisher of Business Game Changer magazine and the property investor, editor of the successful Women in Business book series and the best-selling Every Entrepreneur's Guide series. Every week, Kizzy and his guests provide you with the tools you need to take your game-changing business to the next level. Listen, learn, and innovate. Now meet your host, your mentor, and your fellow game changer, Kizzy Nkwacha. Hi, thank you for joining us on this week's Friday Game Changers. As always, it's a huge privilege and a pleasure to be sitting here with you, sharing some insight and wisdom that I've picked up from my conversations with um, some of the game-changing business leaders that I've spoken to over the past couple of years, and also contributors and people who've written books for, for us, and also who've written articles for the Game Changer magazine and Money and Finance as well. Um, this week's show, I'm going to be focusing on something that I know is a huge question mark for a lot of game-changing entrepreneurs belief how do you believe that you can actually achieve the impossible or what some people might consider to be impossible how do we believe in ourselves what do we believe in to keep ourselves going when the going gets rough well i thought we might as well look into that because i think that's the foundation block for any business success it starts off with belief about yourself and about your goals I think it was Theodore Roosevelt who once said that believe you can and you're halfway there. I know it sounds like one of those things you see on an Instagram post, but that that actually does make sense. Believe you can and you're halfway there. Can it be as simple as that? I've got to tell you, it is. It really is as simple as that. Here's a great example of what Theodore Roosevelt was saying. Um, Think back to before 1954. Before 1954, the conventional wisdom, the medical opinion of the day, was that it was impossible for the human body to run the mile in less than four minutes. And the doctors were were all convinced that if you tried to run a mile in less than four minutes, your heart would explode, um, your liver would give out, and you'd die. So just it wasn't worth trying it. So many people tried it and they all failed. But then along came a Scottish man called Roger Bannister who believed that he could do it. He could run the mile in less than four minutes. And on the 6th of May 1954, Roger Bannister ran the mile in less than four minutes. He ran it in three minutes and 59 
0.4 seconds. Now, that in itself was a huge accomplishment, but th that's not the point of the story. The point of my story is that after the 6th of May 1954, over 20,000 people, including college graduates, um, kids who are still in school, people in their 50s, have all managed to run the mile in less than four minutes. Now, I've got to ask you, what changed after 1954? Did the four-minute mile suddenly become easier? Um, did the mile become shorter? Did the minutes become longer? No, none of those things changed apart from one thing. People knew it could be done because Roger Bannister had done it. And if he could do it, they could do it too. Now imagine what that idea could mean for you and your business goals. If somebody else can do it, then isn't that proof that it's possible for you to do it as well? I often tell people during our seminars to imagine they've just woken up from a long coma. When they wake up, they have absolutely no idea who they were before falling into a deep sleep. The doctor notices that you're awake and he says to you, oh, I'm so glad you're awake because before you were in a coma, you were a Navy SEAL. Your teammates are all rooting for you and they want you to get back into fighting fit condition so that you can join the squad and save the world. Now, if that was true, do you think you would believe different things about yourself? Do you think you would believe different things were possible for yourself because you are a Navy SEAL? Do you think your expectations of yourself would be totally different if, for example, the doctor had seen you wide awake and said, hey, we're really glad you're awake because in your past life, you used to be a piano instructor. You get the point, right? Believing something about yourself will trigger something in your subconscious mind. It's almost like your subconscious mind is like a circuit switch. Once you believe something about yourself, your subconscious mind goes to work and suddenly something that might have seemed to be a, a problem or a challenge transforms into an opportunity. Uh, people will suddenly come into your life that will play a really important part in helping you achieve your goals. This is what the law of attraction teaches us. If you focus on a definite goal or purpose and you believe in it, you'll start attracting things and people into your life who will make the impossible a reality. And while we're talking about the impossible, it's always important to remember that you're always going to have naysayers, people who are convinced that you can't do whatever it is you set your sights on. But the reality is that most people tell you that you can't do something because they can't do it or they can't imagine it. And the reality is it's only people like you who can see the invisible, who can actually imagine doing the impossible. So don't get distracted by people telling you you can't do whatever it is you set your sights on. Don't accept their limitations because that's exactly what it is. It's their limited way of thinking. It's their limited way of approaching the world. And it's their limited vision that's keeping them where they are. And it's your belief in yourself that's going to help push you forward so that you take that very first step towards achieving your greater goal. Believing in yourself is the difference between someone who's successful eventually and someone who didn't even bother trying. It's the difference between someone who gives up at the first obstacle and a person who gets knocked down but jumps back onto their feet and takes another shot. Whenever I think about the power of belief, I always have this vision in my head of um, a scene in um, the Rocky movie. I don't know if you've ever seen Rocky, but uh, it's a great film, a great series starring Sylvester Stallone. Now, in Rocky, I have this picture 
of um, uh, Rocky fighting this huge monster of a boxer uh, played by Dolph Longden. Now, on paper, Dolph Longden has him whipped. He's taller, he's stronger, he's been better trained, and the whole stadium is rooting for him, not for Rocky. But every time he knocks Rocky down, Rocky just keeps jumping back on his feet and plowing into him. And I've got to tell you, over the course of that fight, even the Russian audience who are rooting for Dolph Longden decide that Rocky has got so much guts that they want to see him win. That, my friend, is the power of belief. Rocky didn't believe he could be beaten. He knew he had to take down that giant. And if he could do it, imagine what you could do when you're looking at that obstacle that's preventing you from achieving your goals. Don't ever give up. And I always say, if life knocks you down, try to land on your back, because if you can look up, you can get up. So you're thinking to yourself, that all sounds well and good, Kizzy, but what do I do in practice? Well, in our last show, we talked about how important it is to write your goals down. If you missed it, go back and listen to that because that's your first step. Write your goals down, put it down on paper, stick it somewhere where you're constantly going to see it. So you're constantly being reminded what it is that you're going for and why. Um, and I also think, here's a little trick that I found really, really powerful Find somebody who's done whatever you want to do and reach out to them and ask them for advice. People love to talk about how they've done things. Um, actors will always tell you about that great actor that they've always looked up to. And then the moment they spoke to them and asked them for advice, they told them so much that really helped them. Writers do the same thing. Pretty much anybody who's achieved any level of excellence wants to share their story of how they did it. And that sharing could be a huge benefit to you. So Find somebody who's done whatever it is that you want to do and explore how they achieved their goals because success does leave a trail. And remember what we said about Roger Bannister, because he ran the four minute mile, other people believed it was possible for them to do it as well. So it's the same thing in business. If somebody else has achieved it, you might not be able to say to yourself, I can definitely do it. But what you can say and maintain a level of integrity with yourself is that it's possible because somebody else has done it. I know personally, if somebody had told me 15 years ago that I'm going to be doing what I'm doing now, sharing insight from some of the smartest business people in the world with uh, an audience of hundreds of thousands of people, I would have said that they were absolutely nuts, absolutely crazy. Um, but 15 years ago, I did know that I was going to be able to do something extraordinary because other people that I'd spoken to, people that I'd met along the way, people who weren't much smarter than me or much better connected or much better looking. Well, hardly anyone's better looking, of course, but you know what I mean? People just like me, they'd achieved their goals. And it made me think, well, do you know what? The bus leaves every day. All I've got to do is believe that my time will come. And that's what I'm asking you to do. Believe your time will come. Believe you will achieve that goal believe that it's possible and if somebody else has done it then the chances are you can do it too listen learn and innovate coming up next we have great music from author speaker consultant and educator damon Daryl naylor and then we have valuable business advice and insight from our very own Game Changer Elite. My elite for this week are Fabian Bolin, CEO and co-founder of War on Cancer, life coach Lindsay Hood, and Dr. Kate Bartram-Brown. And don't forget, if you enjoy the show, please, please, please leave a review or a comment. Every week, I'll be pulling out the review and giving a huge shout-out to the writer as a way of saying ta very much. This week's shout-out goes to 
Helka Haju. God, I hope I pronounced it right. Helka Haju. Helka tuned in for my chat with Pranikila Les Flickcroft. And Helka said, thank you, Kizzy and Les, for an amazing insight on how to learn to lead one's life in fuller terms. Thank you, Helka Haju, wherever you are. It means so much to know the show worked for you. Thank you. Hi, this is Colin Smith, corporate and commercial partner with Blazer Mills Law, and you're listening to Kizzy's Friday Game Changer, the world's number one podcast experience. Hello, my name is Damon the Real Nailer, and I'm known as a Renaissance man who wears many hats. Among them are artist, producer, songwriter, author, motivational speaker, consultant, and educator. I am gearing up to release my latest single entitled Life, which paints the picture of the various challenges and dilemmas that humans face during life's journey, such as frustration, temptation, pain, greed, and poverty, while urging the listeners to be proactive, take control, and conquer their lives. It hints at the strong possibility of a blissful afterlife awaiting those who struggle through this one. I hope you enjoy. Please spread the word. Thank you. L-I-F to the E-E L-I-F to the E-E L-I-F to the E-E L-I-F to the E-E L-I-F to the E I wish that it could be so stress-free uh-huh. L-I-F to the E Does anybody out there want to trade with me? Yeah. L-I-F to the E I wish that it could be so stress-free Woo. L-I-F to the E Is anybody out there getting played like me? When I think about life, yo, it's so, so deep uh. So, so bitter, so, so sweet, unique that's why we need the master's hand yeah. to lead us, guide us, help us understand why so much pain and misery, why so much greed and poverty, why so much bondage, no liberty, why it feels like we're in a penitentiary. L-I-F to the E. I wish that it could be so stress-free. L-I-F to the E. Does anybody out there want to trade with me? Yeah. I wish that it could be so stress-free L-I-F to the E Is anybody out there getting played like me? This life is so full of issues and plight Whoa, there has to be an afterlife This life is so full of dark and light Yo, there has to be a paradise This life is so full of wrong and right Hey, there has to be an afterlife This life is so full of pain and strife Yeah, there has to be a paradise I know that you are feeling me, so throw yeah. your hands in the air and be real with me. Ooh. We are all facing frustration, living a life of lust, temptation, problems over here. You're listening to Kizzy's Friday Game Changers, the world's number one business podcast experience. Listen, learn, and innovate. I wish that it could be so stress-free. Does anybody out there want to trade with me? Yeah. L-I-F to the E. I wish that it could be so stress-free. L-I-F to the E. Is anybody out there getting played like me? This life is so full of issues and plight. Whoa. There has to be an afterlife. This life is 
so full of dark and light. Yo, there has to be a paradise. This life is so full of wrong and right. Hey, there has to be an afterlife. This life is so full of pain and strife. Yay, there has to be a paradise. Either control life, a life will control you. Either roll life, a life will roll you. Either throw life, a life will throw you. Either tow life, a life will tow you. Hey, that's life all in a nutshell. Either conquer it or live in an early hell. I tell you this to motivate you. It's all about love. I don't play, I hate you. Hell I am Andrew Komenos, Sales and Performance Strategist, and this is Kizzy's Friday Game Changers, the world's number one podcast experience. My name is Fabian Bolin. I'm the CEO and co-founder of War on Cancer. War on Cancer is a tech company on a mission to radically improve the mental health of everyone affected by cancer. And we're doing so through the War on Cancer app, a social network for people currently in treatment, after treatment, as well as their loved ones. On the app, our users can share stories, follow others, connect and find people in similar situations, and also find comfort in the notion and knowledge that they are not alone. But what makes Warren Cancer unique is our feature called Health Studies. What Health Studies means is that our users will be able to provide their insights through targeted surveys. And these insights have the potential to really accelerate cancer research and improve healthcare across the globe. The app is free to download and available on both Play Store and App Store. And right now we have users from more than 20 countries. The journey with War on Cancer began in 2015 when I was diagnosed with leukemia, which is blood cancer. I was 28 at the time, and when I heard that I was going to go through about 900 days of chemotherapy, it felt like my whole life was ruined. My way of dealing with a lot of the mental trauma which comes with cancer was to share my story openly in a blog. And this blog I named Fabian Bolin's War on Cancer. The blog became a savior from a mental health point of view and really made me understand the power and potential of stories. And in hindsight, it is easy to see why this blog was so powerful for me. Obviously, throughout the years of building War on Cancer, we have asked ourselves the same question many times. What is the big deal with going through cancer? Why is it so tough from a mental health point of view? And from talking to experts, from looking at research, we know that in fact, cancer does inflict trauma. Now, if you're traumatized without being provided the necessary tools to deal with your trauma, you're running a risk of developing either PTSD or clinical depression. In the case of cancer, the numbers are quite staggering, with 22% of cancer patients developing PTSD within the first six months, and 25% of cancer patients develop clinical depression. So as a cancer patient, you're fighting two battles at the same time. One is your cancer, and the other one is your mental health problems. The problem is that your healthcare is only ever going to acknowledge your cancer, your physical cancer. You're left alone to deal with your mental health issues. 
So when looking at coping mechanisms for dealing with mental health issues, trauma, clinical depression, and PTSD, it became obvious to us that what I really what I did when I was sharing my story in a blog was that I applied several coping mechanisms at the same time. So one coping mechanism is expressive writing. By writing, you process in real time what you're going through. And this is something I really felt. Another coping mechanism is social support. So what you need to have around you is people that understand what you're going through. And this is in contrast to people who don't understand what you're going through, but that sympathize with you. What often happens is that you get pitied and that can have a negative effect on your mental health. A third coping mechanism is to help others. So by helping others, we heal our own trauma. And this is what I think by far had the biggest impact on my mental well-being. So this blog peaked at around 200,000 monthly readers. And I can honestly say that I've never in my life felt a bigger sense of purpose or meaning than when I was writing this blog. And honestly, I've never felt more happy. It led to the point when I started to develop a more gratefulness towards being diagnosed. And in this state of mind, a vision grew. I wanted to make other people feel the same way that I felt. I wanted to establish a platform and an app that could make other people deal with their trauma through the same experiences that I had with sharing my story, connecting, and finding that sense of purpose and meaning. And that became the start for War on Cancer, which I founded together with my best friend, Sebastian Hermelin. And the journey since then has been extremely challenging, yet rewarding at the same time. The team has grown to 15 people working in the company. Uh, we're partnering with some of the largest life science companies in the world. And it really feels like we're on a track here to make a change when it comes to cancer and mental health. When it comes to advice, I have several to give. I mean, and the first one I would say is definitely to become a person that listens to advice. And I know this can be difficult because if you're an entrepreneur or a founder, you probably have the kind of, you know, the fiery spirit that feels that you can get this done. You can just make it happen. And that is a good thing to have. Never let go of it. But remember that this is going to be a difficult journey, no matter which type of company you're starting. And advice from other entrepreneurs are worth its weight in gold. Secondly, ace the pitch. Uh, your pitch is going to be your ultimate and basically only asset for the first few years before you have a product which is up and running. Make sure to focus a lot on your why when it comes to pitching, as in why are you doing this? What's the purpose of you building this tool or this app and find that within you? All right. Thank you for listening. And with that said, I would love to give a shout out to my best friend and co-founder, Sebastian Hermelin. Without you, none of this would have been possible. And you were also the person who stood there by me when I was diagnosed and going through cancer. So thank you for being who you are. And I look forward to building this together with you. All the best. Bye. I'm Brian Stolle, founding partner of Wildcat Venture Partners. Hey, Tanja Lee here, all the way from Melbourne, Australia. I'm a leadership and mindset specialist for real estate and property professionals. Hi, I'm Jonathan from Amplify. Hi, I'm Johnny Cole, CEO of Payback Phone UK. I'm Kenneth Hafiano, the founder of Jogwefa, an ethical fashion brand based in Ho, Volta Region, Ghana. My Friday is never the same without Kizzy's Friday Game Changes. Hi, I'm Lindsay 
Hood, a life and executive coach who specialises in working with individuals that are struggling with the imposter syndrome to help them feel genuinely confident. I am based in Southampton. Have you ever thought any of these things? Why would anyone want to work with me? What if I can't help my clients? I got little engagement on my last blog post. I must be crap. This new client will realise I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not experienced enough to be taking on this project. They're going to realise I'm not as good as I made out in my pitch and sack me. They're not going to like my product and will ask for a refund. If you're nodding your head, don't worry. You're not alone in these kind of thoughts. Statistically, up to 70% of us will struggle with thoughts and feelings that we are some kind of fraud and will get found out, that we're not good enough and that we're totally out of our depth, regardless of the evidence to the contrary. And this phenomenon has a name. It's called the imposter syndrome. The thing to remember is that your thoughts are not facts. Your self-doubt is trying to protect you by keeping you in your comfort zone, where, as the name suggests, you feel comfortable. But this self-doubt isn't always right or justified. For example, starting a business may be scary. Having a business has uncertainty. Running a business is hard work. But being a business owner is also exciting, rewarding, and may give your life a level of purpose and fulfilment that you would never feel in a corporate position or a traditional career. The antidote to imposter syndrome is self-confidence, and this has many benefits, including feeling happier, stopping the fear of judgment from others, fully showing up as your true authentic self, valuing your own opinions and beliefs, doing things that currently scare you, communicating better with employees, customers, friends and family, taking more action, making better decisions. I liken confidence to a muscle though. It needs constant exercise to get into shape in the first place and then stay strong. Unfortunately, I don't believe there is a cure for the imposter syndrome and I think if you're susceptible to these feelings, they're likely to always be there, especially as you do things that grow, evolve and expand your business. What you have control over though is having some simple strategies that you can do on a consistent basis that can put you in a more resourceful state quickly. So strategy number one I'd like to share with you is remembering that you're not alone. With 70% of us struggling with these feelings at some point in our lives, we are actually in the majority by having these feelings. Put it another way, Potentially 7 out of 10 businesses may never have got started if the individuals behind them didn't find a way to quieten that inner critic and build the businesses they love and are awesome at running. When you notice the feelings of self-doubt, acknowledge them. Accept that you're feeling self-doubt and, similar to any other feeling, this will change over time. Instead of focusing on the self-doubt, think about how you'd like to feel instead. So maybe you want to feel confident and really focus on what feeling like this would be like. Is there someone you admire that demonstrates confidence? What do they do? Maybe they have a straight posture. Maybe they smile. Maybe they hold their head high. Whatever it is, try it for yourself. Start adopting these behaviours and characteristics and see if this changes your feelings. Strategy number two, write down all your achievements. List the things you are proud of, such as awards or client testimonials. 
Also list everything you can do and wonder that at some point you didn't know how to do it, but you have the resourcefulness and capacity to, to continuously learn, grow and develop. Remember, you were not born knowing how to walk, write, read, text, drive, type, use Excel, create a website, take a photograph, practice yoga, understand words, talk, cook, run a business, set up your accounts, attract clients, sell. Everything you can currently do at some point was something you couldn't do. Anything you want to do can be learnt and by writing down everything you have already achieved to this point means you have your own evidence bank of what you have already accomplished. Be proud of yourself and let this build your self-confidence. Strategy number three. When you catch yourself saying you're not good enough, just add the word yet to the end. This simple trick moves you from a fixed mindset, for example that you are not good enough, to, and never will be, to a growth mindset that although you feel this, it's your current reality, there is the possibility of something different in the future. This simple trick can work on so many self-doubts. I can't do this, changes to I can't do this yet. I don't know what I'm doing, changes to I don't know what I'm doing yet. I'm such a mess, can change to I haven't got everything sorted out yet. They are better than me, can change to I'm not as advanced as them yet. Give yourself the gift of being open to change and evolution and, as you already have evidenced, you have achieved so much and you will achieve even more in the future because you are a highly capable, resourceful and brilliant individual. I'd like to say hello to Abigail Horn, Joe Maloney, Charlotte Lidster, Sarah Brown and Alex Hood. Hi, I'm Jamie Martin from Ideal Shopping Direct, and my Fridays wouldn't be complete without Kizzy's Game Changer Show. Hi, I'm Dr. Kate Bartram Brown, the head of the Modern Mystery School UK and EU, founder of Minimi Yoga, and a doctor of natural medicine. My work involves training people around the world to create a strong foundation in all that they do using an ancient 3,000-year-old mystery school lineage. I use the lineage tools to create Minimi Yoga, a global kids' mental well-being training company that's now in over 42 countries. I did this by having a strong energy structure, meaning the mind, body and spirit. What I have experienced is that our energy structure whether it be for business, personal or health reasons, is the essence of all success, meaning the key to success is you. It's often the last thing we think about in any business, isn't it? We tend to think that we will look after us when everything else settles down. Yet hermetic science shows us that so within as without, meaning that whatever is happening inside of you is a direct correlation to the success you're having in your outer world. This is a basic universal law and one we try to brush under the carpet. If we look at the lack of sales, for example, in your business, in metaphysics, we know that all is energy. So if you have lack of sales, lack of abundance, that is reflected in what is happening in our own energy structure. Are we tired, depressed? Do we have anxiety? Are we sleeping? Is our relationship good? If our body, mind and spirit is not functioning at its optimum level, 
The above ailments will be a telltale sign of something that needs addressing. So eating well, exercise, meditation, fresh air, salt baths, music and so forth are an excellent start in your day-to-day life of creating a strong energy structure. When we start to look after us, we start to see that our energy levels go up. We are more balanced. We have more clarity to make decisions. We can prioritize our big to-do list. From this place, we start a different way of running our business or project or working at that relationship. I invite you to try this for 30 days and watch your life change day by day. Stress will become less and less and your success will grow. Oh, and one last thing. Don't forget to have fun with it. If it isn't fun and you don't have joy in whatever you're doing, then it's really a question of is it worth it? Enjoy. A big virtual hug to my UK and EU team out there sharing the magic. Dr. Anne, Annie, Yad, Tamaya Koda and the rest of you, lots of love. Call your friends and spread the word. Turn the Kids' Friday Game Changers show is the best you've ever heard.